This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The T Biz Podcast delivers T news that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Welcome. Here are the headlines. Pandemic powers organic sales. Tea cafes are cautiously reopening. Tata expands its direct-to-customer range. And buyers spend big at China's International Tea Expo. More in a minute, but first, this important message. Avani empowers rural women practicing sustainable agriculture, including tea and crafts, such as weaving with natural fiber and plant-based dyes. Up in the towering Himalayas, Kuman is one of India's oldest tea regions. Today, we raise our cups in the name of Avani Kuman, a nonprofit dedicated to strengthening farming communities. Cheers to a brighter future for all. To donate, visit avani-kuman.org. The Organic Trade Association reports sales of organic food and beverages set a record in 2020, growing 12.4% to $62 billion in the U.S. The total includes organic food, which grew by 12.8% to $56.4 billion in sales. Organic certified foods now account for almost 6% of total U.S. food sales. Grocers benefited overall during the pandemic as sales to restaurants declined. OTA's annual survey confirms the trend towards premium offerings and more practical comfort. Sales of frozen and canned fruits and vegetables grew by 28%. The pandemic caused consumer dollars to shift almost overnight from restaurants and carry-out to groceries with traditional staples and pantry and freezer items flying off the shelves, according to OTA. Quote, The only thing that constrained growth in the organic food sector was supply. U.S. tea retailers are cautiously reopening. A tea room in Texas, a tea cafe in Portland, and the Samovar Tea Lounge in San Francisco are now open for business. In Portland, the menu at the new Smith Teamaker Cafe features tea as a spice, an ingredient, and a beverage. In Montreal, cafes with terraces opened May 28th, and sit-down restrictions ended in Britain on June 2nd. 
Irish pubs, Dublin bars, and restaurants are open for outdoor dining June 7th. In Montreal, the Café Marriott, Café Parve, and Café Olympico all drew urban crowds. Quaint tea rooms in small towns like the Charleston Tea Room in Friendswood, Texas, a city of 39,000 near Houston, are seating guests after a year. Sadly, many did not survive the financial hardship caused by extended lockdowns. In many cases, the shops, like the ones in Friendswood, will open with new owners. Meanwhile, Moog Tea, a franchise bubble tea venture, will open two new shops in New York City. drive through HTO announced 11 new iced tea franchise locations, bringing its total to 41. Tata Consumer Products expanded its successful direct-to-consumer DTC range to include specialty coffee this week. The successful April launch of a DTC website featuring 1868 by Tata Tea reinvigorated the 13-variety luxury tea selection launched in January 2018 to commemorate the company's 150th anniversary. These teas are exclusively available online. Tata's Puneet Das, president of Packaged Beverages for India and South Asia, said, quote, This is our entry into the direct-to-consumer commerce ecosystem, which is small but emerging. He added that 1868 is an example of our continuing investment in our brands as we innovate to create quality and distinctive products for our consumers. Teas in the 1868 collection are sold in premium tins organized by origin and type. The 1868 Darjeeling Rare Wanders is priced at Indian rupees 1500, which is about $20 for 50 grams. The Nilgiri Green Tea Twirl is priced at 500 rupees, about $10 for 50 grams. Business Insight Tata's new DTC specialty coffee line is called Sonnets. It is sourced from the company's South India farms. India is mainly an instant coffee filter market, says Tata's Panit Das, who explains that Sonnets is targeted to, quote, a more discerning consumer looking for freshly ground roasted coffee delivered to their doorstep. He added, with the prolonged COVID-19 lockdowns, consumers are seeking more coffee drinking occasions at home. This is especially true as cafes and coffee shops have remained off bounds during the pandemic. Live tea exposition, seminars, and trade shows are returning with vigor. The three-day China International Tea Expo that opened in Hangzhou on International Tea Day drew a crowd of 152,000 visitors, mainly domestic tea buyers. Together, they spent 6.4 billion won purchasing 254 million tons of tea, a 14% increase compared to the previous event. The average value of transactions was up 20% to 2.23 million won 
and orders topped 13,000. There were 3,432 booths on the 750,000-square-foot show floor. The biggest tea order was valued at $188 million, about 1.2 billion won, according to the Expo and reports in the China Daily Newspaper. Chinese buyers purchased direct instead of at tea auctions. CTE is the largest event of its type since lockdowns commenced last year. Ambassadors from 20 countries attended, but few foreign buyers. Only 17 booths were international, all staffed with domestic-based representatives. China's borders remain closed and COVID-19 rates are low, thanks to an effective test, trace, and isolate policy. Entry restrictions are not likely to ease until February 2022, just before the Beijing Winter Olympics. Business Insight In the U.S., anticipation is building for the three-day World Tea Expo Plus Conference that opens June 28th in Las Vegas. Early registration ends June 14th. Aravinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on India's tea auction prices. India Price Watch for the week ending May 29, 2021. There was no auction in Kolkata in the north and at Coimbatore and Kunur in the south. At Kochi, auctions took place as warehouses were opened and samples reached local buyers, although there were delays in them reaching upcountry buyers. Leaf Tea saw in excess of 80% of the offerings sold. Prices largely remained the same as sale 20, with some grades seeing a marginal increase and some a marginal decrease. Orthodox Leaf enjoyed fair support from exporters to CIS countries and the Middle East. CTC Leaf saw good support from major packeteers. Incoser was not as active as in the previous weeks, and this is attributed to a drop in prices of dust tea. In the north, Liguri enjoyed a good week as regional packeteers were in play. Quality teas enjoyed good sale and 93% of the offering of Leaf was sold. Guwahati too saw Orthodox tea do better than CTC and dust, with 93% of the offerings sold. Sale 22 is expected to progress as normal this week. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade Teas works with tea purveyors at every scale, from promising startups to the world's largest multinational beverage brands in the hot, iced, and bottled tea segments. With U.S.-based formulation, blending, and packaging services, Q-Trade can help you innovate, scale up, and grow your specialty tea brand. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com. TeaBiz this week travels to Japan, where the Japan Tea Central Council and the Global Japanese Tea Association are organizing a tea marathon during the Tokyo Olympics so that enthusiasts worldwide can better appreciate the great variety of tea grown there. And then on to Vancouver, British Columbia, where Jessica Natalie Willard leads a virtual tour of Chinatown, a Canadian national historic site and the location of the Treasure Green Company and the Chinese Tea Shop, Two of the best places to find authentic Chinese tea. The Japan Tea Marathon is a series of live online events featuring teas from 15 of Japan's tea-producing regions. 
Zoom sessions begin July 23rd and are held twice daily, concluding August 8th. 200 competing brewers and a thousand regular admissions give the entire world of tea an opportunity to cheer their favorite to victory. Tea lovers, not just athletes, are getting ready to take part in the Tokyo Olympics. Tea enthusiasts from around the world can participate in a marathon of their very own, a marathon of Japanese teas. From July 23rd to August 8th, the Global Japanese Tea Association and the Japan Tea Central Council are holding free, live, online events to shine a spotlight on Japan's teas and 15 tea producing regions. Simona Suzuki, president of the Global Japanese Tea Association, is on the line from Kyoto to chat with us today. Welcome, Simona. Thank you so much for being available to chat with our listeners today. Oh, hi, Jessica. Really nice to meet you, and I'm really glad to be part of this. <laughs> Thank you. How did you choose which teas to feature in the tea marathon? That's a really good question. As you know, Japan makes green tea.、Uh, however, it's not one kind. There are so many different kinds of teas and、uh, so many variations.、Uh, so, we really wanted to show the variety of Japanese tea, including 15 tea producing regions and showing、uh, their unique teas, their regional teas.、Um, and some teas are, of course, common across Japan, and some are much less known and much more regional. So, we just wanted to give a really good picture of what Japanese tea is like. So, can you tell us about a few of those teas that will be on the menu? Sure, sure. So, we are actually having 30 teas altogether, two from each region. And I guess we don't have time to introduce all of them, but if I can just make,、uh, mention a few,、uh, we have, for example,、um, a very traditional high grade loose leaf tea here in Japan, Yokura. And there are a few、uh, areas where Yokura is made. So, we are introducing it from Kyoto and from Fukuoka. So, that is one of the really beautiful,、uh, umami rich,、uh, sweet teas. Uh, of Japan. Also, organic has been a big topic recently.、Uh, people are、um, curious and interested in, in organic and healthy foods. So, of course, we wanted to include that as well, even if Japan does not produce that much organic tea yet. But there are a few regions where、um, organic tea is made, and we are including some organic teas,、uh, organic matcha, organic sencha uh, from um, Kagoshima and Nara. And some, some of these teas are very well known, I think, abroad as well, but there are also some regional teas、uh, that are lesser known. So we are really excited to introduce、uh, a little known tea、uh, from Kochi Prefecture、uh, called Goishicha. So it's actually a post fermented, a dark tea that has totally different shape from the Teas that people think Japan produces. It's squares、uh, of pressed leaves and very unique taste. So I hope people will be、uh, excited to, to try and learn more about it. Wow, that sounds amazing. And for people who aren't able to receive the packages, will they be able to learn more about all these teas and, and read up about them on your website? 
Yes, of course. So a big part of this project is to introduce the tea farmers, introduce uh, their teas and the uh, tea regions themselves. So we do want to share a lot of this information on the website and it is coming out soon. So uh, people can really look on our uh, Japanese Tea Marathon uh, website and they will be find, uh, will be able to find uh, more information about tea regions and the teas themselves. And so will some of these farmers be part of the speakers that are going to be presenting at your online events? Definitely. <laughs> so that is our uh, main feature to introduce the tea farmers, the tea producers. I think some people might know that the Japanese tea is struggling a little bit. There are many challenges with decreasing demand and aging farmer population and so on and so on. So we just really want to give more focus to the tea farmers and tea producers who put all their heart into making the tea. And from every region, we will be inviting one or two uh, producers to tell about that region to tell about their teas, to share their stories with, with the participants. Of course, whenever it's an Olympic year, there's always a focus on the country hosting. So this is a, <laughs> a different glimpse into Japanese culture, Japanese tea culture. Definitely, yeah. We uh, we definitely felt the uh, Olympic spirit in Japan, and we really wanted to join in uh, to that. Now, I've, I've heard that you've already had many participants sign up for the tea tastings. Can you tell me a little bit about the people who are going to be participating? Sure. So um, actually, we can welcome up to a thousand people on this event. And actually, so far, we had a really good turnout. We have people registering already from over 40 different countries around the world. So this is going to be a really global event, of course, based here in Japan, but connecting uh, throughout the world. So really having this um, Olympic spirit, global spirit uh, throughout the event. Incredible, 40 countries represented in the Japanese Tea Marathon already. You can join in and represent your country too by signing up for the online events. Visit gjt.org to take part. That's G-J, the two letters, then the word T, T-E-A, dot org. I don't know about you, but this sounds like one marathon I just might be able to complete. The announcement in 1984 that the British colony of Hong Kong would be formally transferred to China in 1997 led to an exodus of more than 335,000 immigrants who made Vancouver their new home. Today, a second surge is building as new visa applications rose by more than 20% in 2020 to 10,800 applicants for Canadian residency. In the Vancouver suburb of Richmond, 42% of residents list either Cantonese or Mandarin as their first language. Tea is a beneficiary of these events as demand swelled for authentic Chinese tea, leading to widespread popularity and the expansion of Vancouver's Chinatown. It is now the third largest Chinatown in North America. In 1981, Kwok Sun Chung an immigrant from Hong Kong opened the first premium tea shop in recent memory in Vancouver, British Columbia, on Canada's West Coast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.